Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, it's good to be with you today. I love today's word. This was just an aha moment for me and I'm so excited to share it with you as we talk about the tree of life today. It might seem like a pretty simple subject, but I'm hoping that what captivated me and just so encouraged me, this aha moment for me really hits you the same way. I was just, I was just blown away. So All right, before we dive in, welcome everyone. So glad to have you. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run a ministry, RHM International, Heartbeat, see the body of Christ set free. Why? Because we have a world to change for the kingdom of heaven. We are called, we are mandated to bring heaven to earth. How are we doing at that? Okay, I think we have some work to do, which means we need to get freed up and healed up ourselves so that we can go the fullness of the distance of all God has called us to do and bring heaven to earth, introduce a very hurting world to the God who saves. Amen. So if you want to learn more about me, about the ministry, just go to my website, ruthhendrickson.org, all sorts of resources there. And also while you're there, make sure you sign up for the email list. We're only going to send you to one or two every week and you can always unsubscribe, but we want to keep in touch with you. And also because the social media platforms are kind of give us a hard time with if we stay on, if we don't stay on all that stuff. Um, It's just a good way to always be able to connect and find out where we're at. Okay, here we go. The tree of life. Oh, I'm so excited about this. You know, the word of God, it's so rich. It's full of life. It's full of surprises, no matter how many times we read it. And as we dive into it from beginning, from the very first word, to the end, we see health, we see wholeness, we see keys for living. And you know, if you're looking for to get healthier, it healthier in your life, you know, I need to take off a few pounds. How about you? Some of you need to put on a few pounds, you know, but you know, the way with that we eat plays into how we're doing physically and emotionally, right? Exercise is always good. We're actually created for movement. So exercise is good. Clean air is absolutely essential. So that comes into play. But, you know, all of this really gets fueled with connecting with God and getting into his word, because that's where our joy, that's where life, that's where we find out what brings us wholeness and happiness, what causes death and destruction. Okay, it's how we learn to close those little loopholes that we inadvertently fall into that the demonic just want to trap us and keep us from becoming the people that God calls us to be. So with all that said. Okay, all that's the preamble for where I'm going here. I realized something with my study the other day that has just floored me. I just keep thinking of it over and over. And it gave me a whole new way of thinking about the Garden of Eden, the fall of of humankind. Okay, when Adam and Eve um, ate the forbidden fruit, okay, and the consequences from that. And it gave me another look at the love and mercy of God towards you and towards me. So let's go on this journey. Let's just see where it takes us. We're going to go from the Genesis to Revelation, okay? Like I said, the beginning to the end and everything packed in the middle gives us the fullness, the picture of who God is. All right, Genesis 2.9. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. And in the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay, beautiful garden, trees bearing fruit, 
in the middle, right in the middle, in the prime spot, we have these two trees, okay, the tree of life, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay, now, between 2.9 and Genesis 3.22, where we're going to go, is when Adam and Eve sin, okay, and, and they get deceived by Satan and listen to Satan over God. Okay, that's what they did. How often do we listen to the demonic over God? All right, so we have that that going on. But let's dive into Genesis 3, 22 to 24. Then the Lord God said, look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. In other words, God drove or he removed Adam and Eve from the garden. They couldn't go back. There was no pass to get back in at that point. Okay, they were removed. And traditionally, you know, the way that I, I was brought up with the study that I've done, that was harsh punishment from God. Okay, we have, it's almost like we have this angry God who sees the children disobey. The angry father sees the children disobey. So their punishment is to be banned from that forever because he's, okay, now they know something that he knows. In other words, they know the difference between good and evil. He didn't want us to know that, but because of that action, we know the goodness of good and evil. And he's basically saying, you know, they become like us. They can now see good and evil, but we had allowed sin to enter and we'd allowed deception to enter in. And so now he's like, okay, I'm going to remove you from this paradise. I'm going to remove you from this beautiful place. Sounds really harsh, doesn't it? If you look at it just like that, you were bad, slap, slap, out you go. All right. But here's the thing. When we look at this with the heart of God and the whole of scripture, we see something else. Because then what we begin to understand is this action, the banishment from the garden was actually a gift of grace from a loving father who wanted to keep his children safe. Feels counterintuitive, doesn't it? But here's the thing. God loved Adam and Eve so much that by removing them from the garden of Eden, he was protecting them from having to strive against sin forever for eternity. Think about that. They'd already been deceived into eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So if they went and ate from the tree of life, then they would live for eternity battling the sin. Okay, very important. Let me say that again. They had already been deceived. And as a result of that deception, as a result of listening to Satan, they had violated one of the guardrails or the boundaries that God had put around. Because they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They now had entered into a realm or an area of knowledge, which they weren't supposed to be in. They weren't created to be in. Have Loving Heavenly Father, yes, there was discipline, was already looking ahead to Jesus, was already looking ahead to the cross, was already looking ahead to eternal life, but with a different route there. And what would have happened if, if Adam and Eve were deceived again? And ate from the tree of life, 
then eternity would have been battling sin rather than with the heavenly father. Okay, so again, they had to experience a consequence of their disobedience. But what God was making sure in the end, it would all be okay. How cool is that? Okay, so that removal from the garden, how often when you look back, do you see that God has taken you out of a situation, told you never to go back or made it so you can't go back? And it's only down the road that you see that it was actually the loving hand of the Heavenly Father, even though it hurt in the moment, the loving hand of the Heavenly Father protecting you. In this moment, he was protecting Adam and Eve and all of us so that we could experience eternity. Okay, why do I say all this? Let's jump to the back of the Bible to Revelation 22, verses 1 to 5, and listen to this. Listen to this. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything. For the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. They will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. There will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun. For the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. So this tree of life that God at that point made sure that we couldn't eat from, he did it to make sure that there would come a day when we would be running along the river, the river of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And that there wouldn't just be one tree of life, but this says on each side of the river, there grew a tree of life, 12 crops of fruit, fresh crop every month. And the leaves are used for medicine for healing of the nation. See, the curse is gone. No longer will there be a curse upon anything. So that removal from the garden, you know, just like when our children are bad, we discipline them. We might set up some boundaries, keep them safe, because we know there's something better. They need to live life. That's what a very loving Heavenly Father was doing for you and I at the point where he said to Adam and Eve, there are consequences that are going to have ripple effects for generations. But I'm going to make sure that that. Adam and Eve, that you're not stuck in your sin and that all the generations to come will not be stuck in their sin for eternity because you're created to spend eternity with me. It's what he was saying. And so he was making sure that that plan would be carried out. How cool is that? Paving the way for the cross of Jesus Christ. 
Jesus looked at this, even in this moment, he knew the cross was looming on the horizon, but for the joy set before him, the plan was in place. And those trees of life, uh, we can't find them on the face face of this earth. But you know what? We're going to see them, not just one, but more when we get to heaven, because you're created to spend an eternity with the Lord. How cool is that? What looks like harsh punishment was the love of a heavenly father, making sure that in the end, we would be with him and we will be okay. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.